0: Give a three, two, one, go. Let's give it
1: one, three, two, one. It's already going. That's okay. This will just be the old intro. All right. The whole behind. Hold on. I'm scenes trying to find. Trying to find the file real quick. God, dysfunctional. This actually. There you go.
0: Justin. It's very dysfunctional. Okay. This is all I need. And that's all I need. And
2: starting the camera. <laughs> Each tell us and how and it feels to not have a job.
1: Alright, you ready? Right. How it feels yep. to not yeah. have a job. Cool.
2: Alright. So you don't even want me to say the for the first episode thing yet? Sure. We can take it out. We
1: can say whatever we want right here. Alright. We can always we can like fix that. it in post with our interns. Okay. Our interns we
2: don't have. That's us. All right. So our first episode, we're going to start talking about the moment you got the news that you weren't going to have a job and what were your which time? thoughts and I know, right? For each of us, which time? Mm. It's happened lots of times. All right. Who wants to start with, uh, well, how many times have you had to go through it, John?
0: Um, yeah, I guess technically I've gone through it once. Of oh, being told you weren't going to have a job? Yeah, being told I wasn't going to have a job and then I had the prospect of going through it another time and um oddly enough I've, I've done it to people a number of times i'm um, not proud of that, I'm not proud of, that. Proud of I'm not proud of it but it's interesting so 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 my perspective is that i've coached people through this i've counseled people through this a number of times i've been through it myself and so so yeah
2: all right so once real time how about you justin
1: um The first time that it happened was, it was actually working at, I just moved to Dallas and I was working uh, at Hollywood Video. And... uh, (laughs) Did they shut
2: them all down? Huh? Did they shut them
1: all down? I don't don't think they exist now. What's, I mean, Blockbuster doesn't even, well, maybe like one store, I think there's like a, the last Blockbuster store. Um, but no, I, I worked at Hollywood Video and I hated the job. I really just hated it. Like you, it was so much of like running videos out. Like when new movies would come in, you'd have to Sounds run like them back. That would be the right job it, it was though. it was awful. But I had just moved here and I needed to do something. Um, and anyway, the, the guy I don't I don't remember his name, but the manager at the time, really nice guy. He he actually let me leave. Like, as if it was my choice. But <laughs> he sat me down one day and was like, I can tell you're just not really enjoying this job. So if you want to send me a resignation letter or something, go well, for it. Yeah, go for it. I know and you're going to do the right thing and in so, life. And so I did. Um, and then I was out. But, yeah, that was the first time I could think of that it happened.
2: How many more times? Once. Just this last just time? Just this last
1: time, yeah. Man, yeah.
2: I have more than you guys. That
1: was all your fault.
2: Yeah, true. For, I, I, have, I count my... I think the I think the emotions are the same. So when I was, so I think your most recent job, even though you didn't get laid off, counts. Like I was at my first job ten years, and then leaving and not having another job afterwards. Because to me, I think whether, if you don't have another job to go to right afterwards, it's all the same like weirdness. Yeah. And so I didn't have another job to go to after I'd been there ten years. I was leaving all my friends, everything I knew, my first job. So while I didn't necessarily get fired, it was still a weird transition, and then. Um, and then I got and then when I was with uh, the startup then the, because Lehman Brothers funded it we got shut down so we went through that one everybody lost their jobs then at the next job I was at I was there a couple years and I got laid off so there's that one and I was doing consulting why'd and, you pause,
1: what'd you do wrong?
2: <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong <laughs> I didn't get along with my manager oh. And then, uh, and then I was doing consulting but then they cut off that gig. So it's not quite the same, but still it ended. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then this Defy one twice. I'm not supposed
0: well to say the name. Why not? Yeah. And then the most yeah. recent one yeah. twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: once, you know, once from the full time and then once from the part time. So did lots you, of times.
0: Did you guys see him coming or feel them coming or feel the end of the road on. on
1: on the yeah. first one, I did we'll, not. We'll, we'll forget about the videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, That's my favorite yeah. one. <laughs> um, um, no, um, I, 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 on the no, I, no. this one I did not. I didn't see it coming. I, it was funny, though. I, I talked to some people that morning that I was going in. because yeah. I told you, but I would already made up my mind that I was ready to leave anyway. Um, and, and some people had asked me, do you think you'll get laid off? Because there was murmurings that there was going to be layoffs and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> um <laughs> um but uh it just it just worked out that way. So no, I didn't I didn't know I kinda knew really quickly into the conversation that I was having what yeah. was gonna happen, but going into that I didn't no, know. Didn't even didn't good. even give it a thought. Yeah. It, yeah.
2: I saw them all coming
0: except the last one. Well, and that's like maybe there's like um there's categories of this like yeah. um it's it's kind of this balance of do you see it coming and do you wanna go like we did a grid. Want to go, don't want to go, get laid off, don't get laid off kind of grid. So you're in the wanted to go, got surprised by the layoff. Yep. I was in on on my Sabre one. I certainly um, uh, felt it coming. I felt it brewing for six, eight months. Knew it was coming for for a long time. Just felt like a dead man walking or a long time that kind of time period. And then but but certainly didn't want to leave the job didn't want to go was not thrilled with what was going on in the company, but did not want to leave the job and so that was kind of the the overarching thing for me, so a different category of laid off but not want to leave but at least not blindsided by it and then and then how did you kind of have you felt them all or how did you categorize yours on those So I think it's different conversations um, for I mean each. yeah
2: I, I think I felt them all until the last one um, well well, really, I mean, the, the first one, I didn't necessarily think I was gonna leave at the end of 10 years, so I didn't, but I was ready. So same, I was like ready, sort of felt it. Um, when I was at uh, the startup, none of us saw Lehman Brothers crashing coming. So that was like a shock to us. Like we thought we were gonna be at this company and build it to you know, go public and do all this stuff. So none of us saw that coming, none of us wanted to leave, but I didn't actually get laid off until after that. So saw it coming, but didn't wanna leave. Um, so same as yours. And then the next one I saw coming, and I don't know if I wanted to leave or not. Like I didn't like my new manager, but I think again, all your friends are there and you're used to it. So I, I probably didn't want to go. And then definitely the most recent one, uh, I did not want to go and it was a big surprise. So. Yeah. 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 I still so the emotions when you, were different for each.
1: I still remember when you mess, I was at the office and you were like, I think you sent me a text and you are like, well... Uh, if you want to walk out with me, I basically got fired. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, "What?"
2: Yeah, a, it was a surreal. It was a surreal feeling, and I don't think. I mean, I'm guessing. Like right when most people find out, you don't have much emotion. Like, um, yeah, I was so surprised. No, didn't see it coming at all. Though I should have, in hindsight, I guess I should have seen it coming. And then, yeah, you take the call and. You don't feel any emotion you just feel like okay i've got to go tell these five people i've got to do this i've got to do this john was driving to austin when it happened i'm like okay i've got to tell john i've got to tell my direct reports i've got to and then you don't feel anything mm-hmm. you just yeah. um you just go like through, going through the, the motions yeah because there's nothing you can do about it so you just yeah just start marching yeah marching through it The my worst the worst one for me was oh the place i was only at for two years didn't get along with my boss and I told him, I said, you're not gonna be successful here if I can't be successful, and so you should probably let me go. So I kind of told him that, but then didn't really expect him to do it. <laughs> and he did it, and I think I was kind of out of it for a day or two, but then I went through just a huge depression for multiple months. And I think because I was the primary breadwinner, I didn't know what I was gonna do for a job. We, we had just moved and, and probably bought too big of a house for what we should have, thinking that we were gonna have those jobs. Um, had a family to support, lost my entire group of friends that I was, you know, talking with. Didn't know what I was going to do next. So, I think that was the most um, depressing when you need to do something quickly, but but you don't know what you're going to do.
0: Yeah. So, um, talk about time zero for you, and then I'll talk about time zero for me on mine. But like right after. Yeah, just right after. You've been kind of wanting to leave this job. Don't know how you're going to quit. Yeah. Don't know how you're going to get out. Not thinking you're getting laid off. You have yeah. the conversation now. What were your
1: feelings? Uh, I was a little bit in shock, I guess. Um, but it was it was really funny. Like I I almost I think my emotions were more like kind of excited or kind of like opportunity, I guess. So it felt really good. And I know not everybody would kind of be in that same boat to to be that way about losing a job but man it was it was cool I guess it's one thing whenever you're prepared for it kind of going in with the intentions of wanting to kind of be out anyway and talk about an exit strategy and then going getting that news isn't as shocking and I think my I think my meeting was probably like five minutes long it was very yeah. quick um, and so I think you're the first person I told afterwards and then you were pretty shocked by it um, but it was funny I don't know I mean I, it was great I, I went home that day and I was like I don't know. I just relaxed. It, it felt like good. And a I, yeah, yeah. And then, then the next day, like waking up, I, I didn't even need to set an alarm but or anything. you also but...
2: No family to support. Yeah. Had, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had, I, guess that's, yeah. I, guess I guess that's fair. Yeah. Had yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and feel very confident in the ability to start something
0: else. Yeah. Job, yeah. I'm not one, one of, kind of the people
1: of that's necessarily worried about like the next job kind of thing. I know, like I know I can get a job if, if I want one, you know? And so, um, that I guess that type of insecurity didn't really kick in, you know. If this fast or rewind several years, if it had happened like right going into defy, because it was a career change for me, like it may have been a different story. Like let's say I had gotten laid off like you know a month into defy or whatever, I may have may have been a different story, right? Yeah, um, yeah, but. You know, I think when you establish yourself a little bit in whatever it is that you're doing, you feel confident. At least you hope that you feel oh, confident enough to get, get a new job. Except right?
2: until you get to too high of a level, and then there's well, not as many true, jobs. True,
1: true. I mean, it just, does get it's slim pickings, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot about your situation. Like people that are typically like. throwing, you know, VP, right, or, or C-level titles around. Right, those you are
2: much harder to get, so yeah. they're scarier when you're trying to find one.
1: Yeah, but well, yeah. I knew I, I knew I didn't want to go work for another company. After this, anyway, so I wasn't even thinking about it. And then my friends are like, well, "Aren't you gonna get a good, Aren't you gonna get a job? Don't you like money?" And da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, "No, I'm just gonna kind of do my own did, thing for a while." And see did what you? Did you take it personally at all, or was no, this more no. of a?
0: This is me. This is you. Yeah, no, as I you walk. Yeah, no, no, I actually didn't take it personally. all, yeah. no, I have no hard feelings. Yeah.
1: towards anybody, honestly. And, yeah. And, um, you know, so I, yeah, yeah. I didn't take it personally at all. I think originally, like when it happened to you, Stephanie, like I, I probably took that more personally as, as probably a lot of people did because yeah. it, was, it was a pretty huge shift um, in a company that you started. So I think several people probably took that quite personally. But I think once you kind of processed it and got through it, I think that allowed other people to move on as well and not be as yeah. um, upset about it. And I think it just, everybody works it out in their own ways. I'm sure there's still people that probably still... A little bit sad if that makes you feel, bad, feel no. better. Oh,
2: no, yeah. yeah. I hope
1: everybody's very sad. <laughs> They're very sad. Um, but, uh.
2: Nope. How did you feel? You were yeah. happy?
0: Sad? Yeah. For me, like I said, I was, um, like a dead man walking for, um, mm-hmm. however long, for eight months with this new boss I had. And she was just, you know, taking people out and people were getting taken out all over the organization. So, um, and then, uh, so for me, at the very end, um, it was relief, but I think so. So you know, podcast people don't know us, but I've family, three kids, wife, tough marriage. Um, Previously, at yeah, that time, yeah, at that time, oh, different, different wife, yeah, different mom. Um, not <laughs> you, you. And then um, everything's all the same and, except five kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, so it's a couple things. So so a my employment agreement, I got a year of severance. I think I'm out of there, where I can say that. So I had a year of severance, yeah. and so I get laid off. Um, I ego wise, I didn't, I didn't like it. And then, um, yeah, I, I do do soul searching after that, and kind of where you went wrong, and and all that stuff. And um, uh, so you took it personally. A little bit, a little bit. But then I had a little bit of um, I have enough kind of self belief where um, I did kind of feel like my boss boss had an incomplete view. Of me and what I brought to the table and that I didn't really have a chance. Um, but you've also got to look and be honest with yourself on, wait, no, could I manage this relationship better or, or all that kind of stuff. So, so there was that, but this was kind of the end of the road. So it's kind of just letting me, letting me go. And so for me as an accountant, my mind is purely financial. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've got this year of severance. Um, uh, ooh, maybe I can make double income for six months. Maybe I can do this. You know, maybe I can do all that. And so I worked that out. So I didn't have any financial pressure thanks to that. And um, um, and then I also had some stock. And they said, oh, by the way, you've got stock that's worth this much money. And my eyes kind of bugged out. I was like, wow, I've just got like yeah. a lot of money here. And um, it didn't turn out exactly that way or anything like that. But <laughs> but the But the financial thing... Was put to the side, easier. which I think is yeah. key. So, so either, a, you've got savings that that pressure doesn't come on, or b, you've got an employment agreement or whatever that that pressure doesn't come on, or yeah. b, you're, or c, you're just so freaking marketable that you know, great, yeah. you yeah. know, I'll, I'll find something else. So, so that was all fine, and um, yeah, I just I was a little bit embarrassed about it, didn't like talking about it. Um, I mean, I did run to friends and stuff like that, but I wasn't like proud of the fact that I got, I got laid off. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's how, how I'm kind of, I of like How long did you have to have initially. that conversation with people? Like
1: I got tired of like, I, I didn't want to go do stuff with people because I didn't want to explain the situation over and over and over and over again. I just got tired of it. Not, I wasn't, yeah. en, I guess I wasn't embarrassed of it and it's just, you just get tired of that, routine. Yeah, I that I've, process. Like I told so many people because people genuinely reached out to, cause right. they care. And so you want to be respectful and kind of give them the, your two sons, But man, I really got tired of I'm yeah. saying it. Oh, I'm like, my I'm, like I'm just, doing oh, it, like, you know? I'm like, I'm past, like I moved paths over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, that's just a lot
0: easier to deal with when you've only got like three friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can <laughs> knock it out. You can <laughs> knock it out pretty <laughs> yeah. quick yeah. and there aren't a lot of repeat, repeat questions.
2: So that's pretty easy. Well, this particular um, one has been a billion because it was the day of and going through it and. what I hated the most was everybody telling me congratulations because they thought since I founded the company and I wasn't going to be there anymore, that this was a congratulations type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like on the border of like yelling at people, but they didn't know what to say. Nobody knew what to say. So they were taking the road of, Oh, she meant for this to happen. Yeah. And, um, so that was like for weeks, you know, just of constant calls of, Oh, congratulations. And, and then, Oh no, we're sorry. And then, um, and then I think like a month or two later, something went out and more people found out and then I went through it again. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we just posted our game this week, now I'm going through more it. People. I've had four calls yeah. today yeah. about people having yeah. no idea. Five calls today about people having no idea. No. So now yeah. I'm going through it again of having to explain it and explain it and explain it. But um, but yeah, this time, I think you're you hit on a good point. Having savings or having money, even though you still go through all the emotions and the embarrassment and all that kind of stuff, makes it different because when... And the, my two middle jobs, when, you know, when we, the one startup went out of business and then the next one, we had just moved to the mid-cities, bought a house, um, mm-hmm. my ex-husband had, he, he wasn't work he wasn't working a regular job, so we had no income, so it was like, you, know, you have to figure it out fast in order to be able to pay the bills, and that was you know, yeah. significantly more stress, I think.
0: Yeah, There's, more stress, but again, you and me as the financial kind of advisor or guy, not that you guys aren't financial, but just my mind always goes there you carried no debt in your life Um, even if you were overextended on a house, house, you were overextended on a house without a mortgage And, um, and so you had built a financial life yeah. Where the storm could could be weathered, but but not like, you know, other points in your life. Oh, yeah. Sure, like, right? I can't
2: imagine. Like, I felt so stressed yeah. out with just those things. I can't imagine if somebody does have debt yeah. or does have kids in private school that they're trying to pay for or has loaded, you know, loaded themselves up or had no savings yeah. or something yeah. that would make it stressful. And I think when we were going through, um, at the last company, sometimes we had to do layoffs for various reasons. And everybody in the company would be so stressed out, like various people. And we'd almost invariably have the single moms be very stressed out right about the jobs Mm -hmm. and I would always tell people like just just calm down it'll be okay right and we're gonna do the right thing for the business and if you're impacted you're gonna find another job so same thing kind of trying to coach people through it but um, but I didn't know all their financial situations and so some of them were rightfully stressed because they didn't think they could have another job or they thought they were too high up or they didn't have any savings or well those
0: types of things should we tell people the dirty little secret about the layoffs which, which I think ha- having done it I think the main one and I, I've done it in, in mine it was a corporate environment where 10% of the people go 20% of the people go whatever but the dirty little secret is that you pretty much get laid off because they specifically don't want you there and um, uh, it's not I knew it it's not democratic it's not random it's find your best people these people will not get laid off Find your worst people, these people are going now.
2: Sometimes it's because there's right. not a right position for the person too. It's a good Well,
0: and, and right sometimes person. it's because the ultimate decision maker is an idiot. Right. Or it doesn't it doesn't, be, know, doesn't or, even know the people that are involved. So so that can certainly happen. I should back off on that. That can certainly happen. Yeah. But um yeah. but at least at Sabre we were when it's done right, you're given a lot of choice for how you do it. And then and then certainly there is a numbers game, and, and I've yeah. I've laid off very good people before for, for good yeah. reasons. But um yeah. but but laying off those good people, there was someone who was better in that position that didn't get laid off.
2: Yeah, or you could have a good person me. and not need that position anymore. Yeah, like I, yeah, yeah I that like, happens. I feel like we had that happen more. And sometimes it was just because they were it was yeah. a bad fit or whatever. But sometimes it was, we thought we needed this position. Yeah. We thought this position would pay this much. We realize we don't need this position, right? We don't need this position anymore and there is no way to move into any different positions. There is yeah. no budget to move into any different positions. Yeah. But yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of, you're right. a lot of times just like finding a job is very much about who you know and everything yeah. else. Keeping a job often is too, which leads yeah. to unfortunately politics.
0: Yeah, let's but cut that part. That was a bad point by me because I think there is so stays. many yeah. um there are so many situations where that's that's not true.
1: Yeah. So. It stays. Um I did. I one of the things that people were surprised about um, when it happened to me was like I didn't ask why. I didn't even ask for a reason. Yeah,
2: because you didn't it, care. You it didn't care.
1: matter. It, but the reason it's not that I. Well, maybe saying I, I didn't, didn't care either. is like a. I don't mean it in a negative sense, but I just I really it didn't matter to me. Like the yeah. the answer, the wouldn't change anything about the outcome, and it and it wouldn't change my feeling towards anything. So it really didn't matter. So it was yeah. just.
2: Yeah, I did. when I first found out the last time, I didn't ask either. And yeah. and and I think even people were asking me what, what they sound like. I I didn't go into it, but then I met them for coffee afterwards. And I asked only because I felt obligated to ask, yeah. but because I knew they were wrong, I, it didn't really matter what they said or whatever. I, it was interesting to me, I guess, from a learning perspective, though, to hear what they had to say and what the perspective was. So I didn't necessarily agree with them. But it was interesting to hear the perspective because there are things that you do in your job that, um, that change people's perspective even though you don't think it, it goes that way. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was interesting to hear, I think.
0: Yeah, what was the best, um, e- either maybe either or both, what was the best advice you guys got when you, when you got laid off? You guys are both more recent than mine. The best advice you got, the best, the smartest thing you did, um, anything?
2: But I still think even though front? on the last one you didn't get laid off, you still didn't have a job to go to afterwards, so you still are going through an adjustment period of what do I do next? So to me, that uh, losing a job, leaving a job, or losing a job, you still go through the adjustment period of what is next of di- maybe
0: different emotions. Oh yeah, 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 without a doubt, and um, yeah, yeah, and so I think as we kind of move through the, you've got I guess as I see it. You've got kind of the build up to the layoff and how you feel about your job. You've got the act of getting laid off. You've got time zero. You've got an adjustment period and then you've got a what's next kind of thing. Yeah. And so I just kind of kind of think through that and yeah. um, um, in those chunks. But, um, yeah. um, well, I'll start with my advice because it just was really important to me and I would give it to anybody else. But <clears throat> um, when I got my, um, yeah, the, the big layoff, a, another thing that happened to me that I had, was that I had seen better people than me get laid off. So um made my egos a little bit more fragile mm-hmm. than, than both of yours, you know? And so um, uh, so you kind of question yourself a little bit. But I'd seen, I didn't take it personally that way because there were just more talented people that had, had the same thing happen to them. And if you're around long enough, and the more people you talk to, it just happens. Yeah. Even, not to say you can't learn from it, right? And then, um, uh, but... My mentor, um, and this guy just told me, hey, um, uh, decompress, process it, relax, breathe, take time off. When are you ever, what's the longest vacation you've ever taken in your life, John? A week. I've never taken a two week vacation. What's the longest vacation you've ever taken? One week. How um, much you work this much? Well, When are you ever going to get a chance? A, you've got a year severance. When are you ever going to get a chance to take a month of vacation, to take three months of vacation? The second you start a new job, that's gone, that's not happening. I'm not an entrepreneur, you know, like you guys. And so it was just relax, put it down, do things you want to do, and then pick it up when it's time to pick up. And that's exactly what I did. I went into surgery and got my knee fixed, spent time with my kids, had three small kids. Um, in in like the most, the least stereotypical way, like genuinely spent time with my kids and just had fun doing that and fun recovering from my surgery and fun kind of putting those things back together. And then I just and didn't do anything, didn't update my LinkedIn, didn't do anything until a certain date on the calendar. I think it was like April 1st or something like that. I set the clock. So from December 31st to April 1st, there was nothing. And then on April 1st, I... Started my thing, and then started a job in mid May, and got double salary for the back half of the year, and so lived happily ever after, you know. On that, but just that, that idea that hold on, um, think of this as time that you may never get. Assuming you got the money thing under control, and um, and then advice that I've given people is, hey think about your own satisfaction in your life. Take some inventory of some stuff and don't just jump right back into the thing that you were doing and try to re-rack and rerun that play unless you love it, do that, that's fine. But give yourself a chance to kind of um, uh, get to know yourself a little bit better. And so I've seen some people do that um, and kind of take different turns that have, yeah. that have worked out. So.
1: Yeah, I've, I updated my LinkedIn the same day. <laughs> like, yeah. I think as I was leaving the building, I, I, I switched, <laughs> yeah, yeah. seriously, I, I switched everything super quick. I think I deleted stuff off my phone before they had uh, removed, like, my wow. access and stuff, yeah, but I think that's that's good advice, and I think certainly I've I've been less, or I guess I've been more chill or not as kind of work-focused around from a scheduling perspective, so, like, you know, going back home for Christmas, I stayed much longer than I typically would have, because I would normally be like, I want to come back and, and work, because I, I actually do enjoy what I do, so I, I don't like to do a whole lot of extended kind of vacation and stuff, but yeah, I mean, you know, taking more time off has been interesting, um, uh, so I think that's, I think that's good. I don't have any specific advice or anything that's anybody's told me that's coming to mind, but I will say, I guess maybe just DNA or something has caused me to be able to be that way. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So, just being a little bit more relaxed and chill and not worried about it, but I think, again, money is off the table from a, a worry perspective for me, so that's probably somebody it would be interesting Indefinite. to get somebody else's perspective indefinitely no i mean eventually the well will run out but yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not in a you know i'm not in a rush to yeah and you, you weren't coming out it. of just this
0: 10-year freaking grind where you've been ignoring your wife and kids right, right. um and i'm not saying this yeah, yeah, yeah. well i guess i was kind of doing that but just <laughs> I, I think it's typical of corporate america and yeah. especially particularly dudes but maybe women ignore their husband and children too um but women that just the men that Ignore their wife and kids for they're basically they're go through the ju- grind are slaves to the assets they own and things they do and experiences yeah. they want to have and um and then totally um identify themselves through their career and their achievements and stuff like that and the rug is pulled out on all of that stuff yeah and and that's really when you're when you're fitting into that kind of classification which I was kind of half in half out of that's where pause um, can really really help but if probably the more balanced your life is the less you need to do it I don't know
1: I think I think most people would just go get another job right away. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's just intuition. That, that, I feel like that's, people that's, would do that. Yeah, right? I, And I
2: don't I don't know that there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Again, it depends no. on your financial situation. Depends on whether you love your job or not. Depends on whether you're out of balance or not. Yeah. Uh, but if those yeah. if those things depends. are in yeah. balance and yeah. you need, then I don't think there's anything wrong with it necessarily. Well,
0: and and don't take the first thing. So so if you're if you're an accountant. Like you are literally, I've got 365 days of double pay. And if I don't have a job on this day, there's only 364. And then you you think risks, you think double pay, you think how much can be in your bank account at the end of this, you've got it all forecasted. And so the other thing that you can do is once you take an opportunity, a whole lot of other opportunities pass you by. Like, like that's what you're in. So um, forget about these other things. So, um, for for an accountant, again, probably more more important advice for the super um um uh, just again you watch your money as much or more than me, but just this kind of real attachment to it and real planning around it and um this more unhealthy kind of thing. Um yeah, the don't jump on the first thing. Just make sure you kind of fit this, this right. This is a huge opportunity kind of, kind of a thing that's probably more universal, but I agree if you're, if you're burnt out then maybe someone observes and you hold on, chill. If you're, I wouldn't have told Justin, you know, Justin, take three months to right, get over right, this. Right, it's right, okay. Yeah. Dude, no, I think we're good. Right. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So it's just, yeah. you're right. It goes with the yeah, person I get the situation. The
2: yeah. I think, um, I got, I'm sure I got all kinds of advice each time, though I feel like all the times before this time were much lonelier. Like I feel like I got less advice and people don't know how to handle it. So they just stop talking to you or you're just sitting at home. Like, So I felt like the other times were lonelier. Uh, but this time, and maybe it's because I'm a woman, um, the advice I got was um, to give myself a break. And so not to be chill and not to take time off, though people said that. People said you just need to take, you know, take 30 days, take 60 days, take till the end of the year. Because always if you get laid off towards the end of the year, everybody says take till January 1st, mm-hmm. as if that's magical or something. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, to not be hard on myself. And so I think just from the perspective of my typical achiever personality would say, how do I go from working eight hours a week to nothing? Like how do you go from doing that and, uh, like, the day I found out about it, I painted all the cabinets or cleaned all the cabinets <laughs> or vacuumed out all the cabinets or something, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, And
2: so the hard on yourself was, don't be so hard on yourself if you don't do anything today.
0: Yeah, like, not yeah.
2: necessarily chill, yeah. because I could do that, but not to feel, you could feel guilty about chilling. So So, whatever. So I started going to yoga. Well, don't feel guilty about going to yoga, right? Instead of trying right. to figure out what your next thing is. Or don't feel guilty about whatever traveling instead of trying to figure out what's your next thing. So it was more around the guilt versus the taking time Mm -hmm. off, which was probably good. Did
1: you get any pressure from like friends or anybody that was like encouraging you to get a job? No, well like the reverse, like it sounds like people were just telling you to take time off, but
2: yeah, not this time. I mean, definitely in one of the situations I wanted, um, I wanted to start my own business. Um, but it was hard because we didn't have any income, and, and, and my ex-husband was like, just, no, you you need to get a job, which made sense. I mean, we yeah. needed the money, and really, the business idea I had at the time was pretty stupid anyhow, so I don't blame him, but...
1: Was it the potty training, that?
2: No, I didn't do that. That was
1: a <laughs> joke. <laughs> no, it was the knobs, but... Um, knobs?
2: Yeah, like replacing gold knobs and knobs of and ceiling fans and stuff like that. <laughs> what well, was
1: the business? So, like...
2: Yeah, like yeah, like an fixtures, online yeah, it was an online you could thing. So that, that you, when you were like getting ready to sell your house, you could just go. I need to replace four of this, six of this, da da da, and then it updated your house for like a thousand bucks, like really cheap and easy. But you didn't have to go do the work because most people would not do was the work. Smart that he told yeah. you to get a job. So, uh, so I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody pressured me. But I think the thing that you feel is if I don't start talking to people now and don't start to get a job. I'm going to be forgotten and there's not going to be anything in three months or six months, right? Because, again, you get jobs a lot from your contacts and your people. And so the day it happens, if you tell your network, they're going to be more likely to pay attention. Like when we had the summit, all the vendors were like, ooh, would you come here, would you come here, would you come here? Well, have any of them contacted me in the last three or four months? No, right? right? Because it 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 was there. So had I been... Had I been adamant on finding something at that point and calling all my contacts and figuring something out, if, you know, so there's a little pressure like, oh my gosh, in three months, I'm irrelevant. It doesn't matter what I did or what I was working on or whatever. I'm not gonna have anybody to call. So there was a little bit. That's how you
0: felt? Do you think that would have been true?
2: I don't know. I mean, but I definitely felt that way. I felt two things. I felt A, I'll be irrelevant. Like it's, I'm gone, I'm out, life moves on there isn't going to be any, any thing. And I, I don't like self promoting. So I think that's also, um, weird. And then, um, yeah. And then would I ever want to go back for working for another company or not being the CEO or, you know, those types of things. So that was part of it. And, but then, um, but then the other side of it was, okay, if we're going to start something new, which, you know, we, we had the idea to start something new. Um, there was a lot of pressure in that because, well, you just came off something successful, so what if it fails? So I feel like it would have been um, easier to just go get a job, and it's a, I wasn't scared starting the last company, but I think it's a little weird starting a second company because everybody has high expectations. So. Yeah, I did
1: hear a lot of the whole... Um, oh, Stephanie's trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice, type thing. And yeah, like, you know, a little bit of naysaying stuff. So yeah. I was just curious. Well, and like, the opposite way, everybody yeah. say,
2: "Oh, I know, I know you yeah, do another successful." Which I'm like, "Stop saying pressure. that. Maybe I'm not going to." Yeah, like, stop saying I'm going to. That's a
1: good point. Cause that's that adds probably quite a bit of pressure right. as well, especially if you're in in our case or anybody's case trying to raise money, like some people will just throw it right at you, and it's like, oh, like a a sure bet. I'm like, man, this is risky. Take your time to think about this, you know? Yeah,
2: and I tried telling people that. I'm like, it doesn't mean, and I said it in all the money-raising things, like it doesn't mean it's going to be successful like the last one. So yeah, I think you have people who think, oh, there's the experience there, so it's a guaranteed win. And then I think you have people saying, what, are you crazy? It can't happen twice. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just, you know, being crazy. So yeah. yeah. Three
1: times now with the card game. Yeah, this is the car he's almost successful.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna pay for us. I mean, that's sandwich that, at least
1: for you though. Like that's been interesting to observe is because you like to stay busy and do so many things. So I bet people would be surprised at how much you do have on your plate even after that. Like I, you have you have multiple products, or and and <laughs> how much you don't, or but it, it was that could just speak to like an efficiency like yeah. of your time and like time management and stuff, but. When you when you were listening off all the projects that you had going on, I was I was pretty surprised, I guess, that there were so many. I think they've dwindled a little bit now because you focused on some other ones, but certainly you had like five or so.
2: Yeah, no, and I'm still working on them. But that's what I was saying. Like even though working on the card game, working on starting Clean Layer, working on writing a book, working on you know like a consulting website Mm -hmm. thing, and And the investment, and then I wanted to work with John on the investment thing, which that's slowed down some. Um, Even that wasn't taking eighty hours a week, so it's. Uh, because you need help from everybody else. So like to build the consulting website and stuff, I need help from the marketing person and the website person, right? Um, To finish the card game, I need somebody to draw the cards. Mm -hmm. To finish my book, I need an editor. To like, so, uh, so you feel very De- dependent on everybody where when you're in charge and you're the CEO, <laughs> you can get whatever yeah, you want yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I can't get whatever True. I want done whenever I want it done.
0: <laughs> True. And you keep mentioning or you mentioned it twice that you need to fill eighty hours a week. Who who works eighty hours a week?
2: Well, I mean I did at the beginning of DeFi. yeah, Yeah, but not. But
0: but I guess no, but I think that's um it's a little bit of a different um I mean what I'm picking up on in the conversation. Obviously it's just Three different personalities, three different situations. Um, really good, rich discussion, um, and and yeah. So your, I think your thing, and so that was the other question that maybe we get into now of of the kind of what now. And I think what I'm hearing from yours is like. Holy shit! I need to fill eighty hour, I need to fill eighty working hours per week, mm-hmm. and um, and let's put a book in there, and let's put a game in there, and let's start a business in there, and let's help my husband in there, and let's let's see some other things, and I still you know need more, and um, and and I'm thinking, man, how can I make an hour task fill six, <laughs> and and I'm pretty good at that, right, yeah. and um, and it's like how can I slow everything down. And, um, uh, and enjoy those things. And if, um, yeah, it's just and that, and that's really, we'll get into a retirement discussion, I think in a different, in, in a different podcast. Cause like I say, when, um, maybe in the what's next thing, I'll, I'll kind of bring it back. So what's next for me on, on the last one, the layoff that I was, um, uh, that I was talking about was, it's go find a job, get back into the same career. You you're a professional at this thing. That's what you are. Go do it and find a job and just keep going down the road of your career. So that's that's easy. I mean not easy on title and salary and all that stuff, but basically it's an, it's it's not mentally taxing. And then this one, um there were much more options and I didn't want to um go pick up my career in that same way i want to completely reinvent my um life and turn the page on my life um and and do kind of this pseudo retirement thing so that's a much more challenging thing for for me to figure out kind of i think a different podcast but um but yeah that's that's challenging on the what next um for sure next
2: isn't clear
1: Yeah, yeah yeah i like clarity for sure. Well, one thing that was clear is that we weren't at the jobs we were at anymore, so that kind of set, yeah. set the tone a little bit. Um, but
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the what's next? Yeah, it's definitely hard. Though you know, do you go? It wasn't hard for you because you knew you didn't want to go back to corporate. You yeah, you wanted to to try building something on your own because yeah. then if you do and it fails, then you go back. Yeah, right, go it doesn't back. matter. Yeah. And if you do and it's successful, then you learn a lot. So yeah. it's a little. Well, easier. well, either way, you to learn. Yeah. A lot. So, so it's. Yeah, it's easier from that perspective. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, should I have just, on the what's next, should I just do nothing? Like should I do nothing and chill? Yeah. Uh, do yeah. I start something else, which is what I enjoy, but doesn't? But I started other things that weren't successful, right? Start something mm-hmm. else. Um, do you volunteer and just help? Do you go back and try to find a CEO job or some type of fast, you know, a fast growing company? Um,
1: or you know, do I you start, start? Nubit? What's, no it wasn't called novel. It wasn't called novice. So real quick, what,
0: in in just in a word, what's next? Was that exciting, scary, or neutral? What's your feeling around what's next? Exciting. Okay, it was exciting for you. What about you?
2: This time.
0: Yeah. This time. Neutral. Neutral. Okay. Yeah, for, for me, scary, for sure. So but, an but exciting did, and did neutral it switch for you
1: from scary to scary when she got laid off? Because you remember yeah. you, you quit on purpose to kind of be able to the support band. her. Yeah, I quit on purpose, travels. but it's
0: still it's was, it was still scary. I'm still I'm still oh, scared. So yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, that, sc- okay. I'm scared to death. All right. um, so even yeah, when I was I'm, working, I'm still, even when
2: we had the income, even when we thought I was gonna
0: have that job, it was still scary. Oh yeah, it's scary at this minute, sitting right yeah. here. So it's <laughs> been scary for the past two years as I was thinking about it. It's scary all the way through to this minute, and it's gonna be it's gonna keep being scary for me um, until. I have reached my personal solution to the equation, just figure out the rhythm of my life and what it is and how I balance it. And don't overdo this and don't overdo that. And, um, and don't not do nothing and just how I balance it. And then once I have like, Oh, I can see this is how the flow of my life, then it'll be like great. But yeah, he
2: doesn't like change. Our, yeah, our bedroom's being redone right now. Yeah. It's stressing him out. Yeah. Every talking. time
1: I come over to your guest's house, it seems like something's going on like the construction Jackie people seems like, like it. they've been out That's there. That's cuz I it.
2: like stuff going on all the well,
1: time. Well, this is yeah, so with 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 idle time, yeah. um, I'm a
2: mess.
0: Stephanie's <laughs> going Stephanie's going to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. With idle time, I'm going to ponder stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And doing stuff versus pondering stuff, I ponder enough stuff, but it, idle time gives me more time, you know, to think about stuff. So I don't think I've done anything it's just different around kind of the house, things. and
1: so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I replaced yeah. a door, a door, uh, a lock. I put a smart lock on my front door because the cleaning lady came over and broke the key yeah. in the in the thing. And was, the rational thing would be just get another key, fix that, you know, with yeah, a cheap lock. Know, never but I was like, yeah, I'm never dealing with a key again. Smart lock, Boom. Yeah. All right. So, so I'd good. say the correct answer
0: to the question I asked—I know it's not supposed to be value-based—the correct answer is that I think, yeah, we should be excited about. So only right I think wrong. the only reason to be scared, the only <laughs> you way your... you're allowed to be scared is if you truly have somebody counting on you um, and you've dug yourself into some kind of hole that the world's going cl- <laughs> to cave down on you. But, but really, I mean, I, I, I'd like to be for myself just excited about the future, excited about life, excited about possibilities, excited about options. All those things should be exciting things and not scary things. Um and so great for like mine for you. I feel like you, you're way more that way. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: I, I would be closer to exciting, but I feel like yeah. I'm neutral because I'm still going through a mourning period. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm closer to the end now, but I yeah. think when you're going through a mourning period and being sad about what you've lost, then you're yeah. not necessarily quite as but but I'm but I'm closer to excited than scared.
0: Yeah. And I wonder well, like we did no research for this this little conversation in terms of like change curves and all that stuff. But I would bet, if we look it up, that the end of the change curve results in optimism for the future. Millions. Right. millions. And millions and, and millions, millions of dollars. <laughs> it's just billions of, of dollars. dollars. Yeah. You right. just got through go? it in like five seconds. Right. You yeah. worked your way through that Yeah. <laughs> he's younger yeah. than us. That's true. He does not because he's is. Is. younger than us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't have kids to weigh
1: him down. That's true. Yeah.
2: Well, should we go on to a second topic?
1: Yeah. If you want, Do
2: we right. running or start yeah,
1: the thing That's over? it. Nah, we'll start. we will end it because I think yeah. you can only so record
0: can, for like so an hour. So you can hours. kind of work with the, the audio. All right. Okay, okay you can stop. Right. Do you want to say anything
2: to close
1: it out? Nah. Sponsored, well, sponsored. by Snapple. Sponsored. Well, we <laughs> by should Stew-hous. we Well, we should start picking sponsors that we ultimately want, even though they're not sponsored. Yeah. Wish we were sponsored by... I would by love to be sponsored by a beer company right now.
2: I wish
1: we were sponsored by Weird Al. Ooh, Weird Owl. Weird Al. I yeah. think you were out of frame for most. I was leaned back. I now, was did your thing. I gave up on the video, honestly. What?